Hello. This is the Poldark Fancast, a podcast created by us to discuss all things Poldark. And we are your hosts. My name is Rita. I live in England. I Tumblr at Princess of Poldark and I tweet at Rita Bites. And I'm Michelle. I live in the States. Uh, you can find me on Twitter on, on Tumblr, derp, at uh, Poldark Muses and I tweet at Musings. Now this is a commentary track for episode 5 of season 2 of the 70s version of the saga. Last week we saw far, far too much of Drake and watched the Russian <laughs> crew invade a French prison to rescue Dwight all by themselves. We also met <laughs> Michelle's favourite human, Hugh Armitage. <sighs> now let's find out if they make it back to Cornwall because I have a sneaky suspicion that they just might do it. Oh, ah! Here we have Zaki sneaking back from the shoreline after checking on the boat, all the while being watched by the French, who, who actually, when they're standing there, they look like they're in, like, some 1980s... Yes, Adamant music video. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Good idea, Ross. Look at them dragging useless Drake around because he's been shot for the second time <laughs> in like 24 hours. Oh, poor Drake. God, they just had to rescue a bunch of people, yet Drake is the one they're carrying around. <laughs> because Drake is trying to save Ross because he just doesn't care about life anymore. I feel like he's just inconveniencing Ross more, though. Maybe a little bit. God, what's Ross going to say to Demelza if, like, oh, he's got shot again, Soz. Didn't even know he was on this ship. <laughs> oh, no. Hmm. Comte de Sambouy? Is that his name? Or did I just completely mangle that? <laughs> we need to London. <laughs> But that God sounds knows. right to me in my mangled French. <laughs> oh, dramatic. Oh, yeah. Here but is God, some lazy-ass he... French people. Mm, they're all asleep. Well, okay, not all of them. There are a couple that are awake. Some are smoking. But really not paying attention. It takes a lot to be able to fall asleep in that kind of an outfit. Yes. That kind of outfit, broad daylight. <laughs> That's impressive laziness. In those circumstances. <laughs> oh, God. The dramatic uh, music chilling. is starting. Oh! Oh, and, oh, goodness. Another one bites the dust. Tholly's having a, a moment where he's doing dastardly things to this poor Frenchman. <laughs> And then another one. Wow. Oh, jeez. Everybody's just murdering shit. Just murder. Murder. Murder right, left, and sideways. Not that they're having to try very hard. It's just a case of hitting them over the head once. Mm-hmm. Even Hugh Armitage there. <laughs> He's... <laughs> oh, my God. Drake tripping that guy up. So funny. That was That was nice. Some very Scooby-Doo level 
efforts here. <laughs> I tripped the bad guy up. Quick, pull the mask off and reveal him to be the mine owner or something. Yes, if it wasn't for you darn kids. Shaggy? Get in the boat! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was a very well-covered boat. Oh my god. They put like an entire tree on top of the damn thing. They cut away because obviously the actors were struggling with that. (laughs) The actors are like, all right, can we just like like move on? Thanks. Get the crew down here to help us untangle this damn boat. They're on a boat, motherfuckers, don't you ever forget. Yeah, I don't like it either. What are we going to do about this? I know. Let's get on a boat in broad daylight. (laughs) You guys need to row with one another. (laughs) There you go. What, like, stroke? Stroke. Oh, God, they're being shot at. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Obviously, because I think they're rowing in towards the land. (laughs) How they have not all can died. You say, can you say sitting ducks? And Don't worry, Ross is going to shoot them all by himself. Yes. With a little tiny, like, are they hand muskets? I don't know what they're called. They're It's a pistol. It's a pistol. Yeah, it's a pistol. It Doesn't it take like a whole, like, 20 seconds to reload it as well? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh my god. This boat, this boat. How does this is boat not sink? sink? Yeah, come on. I know. In the book, they were on a sailboat and they looked like fishermen. Yeah. So it kind of uh-huh. made sense. This whole mm-hmm. we're just going to row away towards the ocean thing is bonkers. Yeah. Oh god. Wait, so who was the other guy that just got shot? Uh, it was one of the Nan fans. A red-shirted Nan fan. Oh, a Nan fan we had never seen before. Yeah, of course. Hugh's hair looks like me when I wake up. <laughs> but, you know, you can tell that, you know, once they get him all cleaned up, he's just gonna be dashing. I already am kind of a fan of how posh he sounds, because everybody else has this ridiculous, fake <laughs> Irish accent. Irish accent? Yeah, I know. There's the, you know, Cornish sounds like Ireland. You're supposed to be from Corn. Really? Oh, no. No, you're making a point. Yeah, because it doesn't sound Cornish. Yeah, okay. Hashtag, it's early in the morning. <laughs> So you're somewhat a bit like Drake right now, just like rolling around. Exactly, exactly. Where am I? Ma- Mama needs some breakfast. <laughs> ooh, ooh, some coffee. ooh, it's night time. Night time. God, that boat's making or me it's sick. It's supposed to be night time. Oh, that's right. That's they right. They are not moving. That boat is not moving. And that, that yeah. boat is moving a lot. Contrast is just so funny. 
You're on dry land, aren't you? <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it looks like their boat is just hovering over the water. <laughs> this is very Treasure Islandy. Ah, <laughs> oh, look! We're back at Charleston! Charlestown? Char Still don't know. Charles? Charles? Don't know. Yeah, I One of the two. Uh, Nah. Looks exactly the same now. Is the, I think that's Charleston. Now that... What is it? Ross's bed actually looks really pretty comfortable. <laughs> he has a very spacious cabin. Yes, he does, because Ross... You're not even the captain, Ross. <laughs> oh, Caroline. I love this actress. Yeah, I do too. A little bit weird that she's gone straight into Ross's cabin. <laughs> I would have gone to see Dwight, but okay. I think that's the point. She looks like she's wearing a nightie, though. Look at that candelabra. This is a very fancy boat. <laughs> That's not much alcohol. What a stingy man. <laughs> That's kind of harsh, even... <laughs> By Ross standards. Yeah. Oh, he's just, he might die, but it's keeping him busy. <laughs> Aww. Oh. Uh. <laughs> hey, the poor kid is maybe dying. Yeah, well, he, I, I can he... excuse getting shot once, but twice. <laughs> nah. He was trying. He was trying to save Ross the second time. Nah, he was just suicidal. It's a bit like Fifty Cent, you know. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, you got shot nine times, but I'm not impressed by that. A real man would have only got shot <laughs> once. Damn. <laughs> Because it's sad. Yeah, that's how medicine works. <laughs> Wounds are often a reflection of our souls and our heartbreak. <laughs> He's just like, oh fuck, I haven't even shaved, Russ. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Give him a haircut, shave him up. He's as hot as he was before. <laughs> Aww. He looks so awkward. <laughs> He's like, oh, They've given him a new uh, shirt on board. Remember how holy it was in the French prison? Yes. Aww. 
Really, Caroline? Caroline, what, what happened to you since then? Because uh, I can't think of anything. Oh, has her uncle oh, that's died? That's the modern version, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought that he died as well. Hashtag in the book. I think he dies after Dwight's back. That they get engaged and then they don't tell her uncle. They don't. Right, right. Oh, who knows? Like, my memory's so bad. Don't trust me. <laughs> hey, and like I said, it's early, so, you know. I mean, for you, it's the middle of the Hashtag. day for me. Tired. <laughs> There's no excuses. <laughs> Make out. Oh, just a hug. Okay. That'll do. A, a hug of gratitude that he is alive. Meanwhile, at Pen Whatever. Oh God. She's too sassy. Yeah, I get it. You're having a party, but it's not like the Met Gala ball or anything. Like, calm down. <laughs> no shilly shallying. No shilly shallying. And no scallywagging. <laughs> I can't think of any other words that are stupid. Um, shenanigans. Um, yeah, shenanigans, yes. Dilly-dallying? I don't know. Like a f- Dilly-dallying would work. I like sh- shilly-shallying is awesome. It sounds like that tongue teaser, what's it? Uh, she, wait, she sells... She seashells on the seashore. <laughs> she sells seashells down by the seashore. Oh, Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth. I'm loving the frills. Mm-hmm. It's giving me, like... Marie Antoinette right before she gets beheaded vibe. <laughs> Wishful thinking? <laughs> I'm not such a huge fan of those ringlets. Yeah, those look very Shirley Temple. Yeah. Actually kind of remind me of um, uh, that character on Little House of the Prairie. No, Nelly. <laughs> I think. What the little girl? That was a similar time, right? Seventies. Uh, uh, no. Oh, of the time of the time frame, yeah. yeah. Was the seventies? Obviously not in history. Yeah, I was gonna. That's what I was immediately thinking. No, I was like, no. uh, no, not quite. But I feel like hair technology was at a similar point. <laughs> Hair technology. You know that she's going to have, like, the Farrah Fawcett haircut (laughs) (laughs) in real life. And then she's, like, trying to hide it for this role. 
Fiddle faddle. Ooh, fiddle faddle. Shilly shally fiddle faddle. I think at this point she's just making words up. <laughs> Actually, there is a um, a popcorn candy called fiddle faddle. Ooh. Here in the States. Okay, everybody, we want to be sponsored by this company. Um, we're really big fans of fiddle faddling. <laughs> so hook us up, fiddle faddles. <laughs> Drake is always promising to go away. I think this is also like one of my biggest heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <sighs> oh, Ross. <laughs> don't feel sorry for him oh. mostly I'm just like okay so he's being nice to him as an extension of his own ego <laughs> but you can marry whoever you like because you are my kin <laughs> look at him he's so happy Oh, I'm home, and your brother's dying. Yeah, <laughs> that horse gave a mighty shake. Oh, oh. well. Oh God. Oh my. Pretty cow, the shot. They're just like <laughs> going at it. Oh my God, this is so awkward. <laughs> Oh my god, will you two go away? They're really ruining this for me. <laughs> oh my god, every time someone mentions the children, I think we should take a shot. Every time they mention the children, but you never see them. <laughs> Aww. Let's get the children drunk on brandy. Yes. Oh. They seem oh like they... Oh my god, get up off of their backs, man! Is Judd actually leaning on him? Yes! I feel like he's holding him up. You get out the shop, pretty. They're trying to make out. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Even Ross is like, please, can you not read the room? <laughs> oh my god. Ah, pen rice. Pen gruel. Pen oatmeal. <laughs> I'm going to call them pen noodles. Pen noodles. Oh, making out. <laughs> this is how baby number three happens. Or number four. Yes. 
Have you lost track? Uh, yeah, no, it is Baby Four. R.I.P. Yes. Oh God, George's outfit. Oh my God. They are weirdly matchy matchy though in their brown tones. Uh huh. George, he knows how to read through the hashtag fake news. To be fair, uh, you can't invade a country with like 12 people. Premeditated deception. Isn't all deception yes. premeditated? Uh, one would think. I mean, you have to think about deception. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God, George, that's so dramatic. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh. It seems to me that he's actually stepped in that house quite a lot, though. Uh-huh. <sighs> if only he had died, he could have died a hero. But now he will live an idiot. Because somebody had to. <laughs> Don't torture yourself, since when has Russ ever followed that advice? (laughs) (laughs) They're making out a lot. I feel slightly uncomfortable. Like, should I be watching this? (laughs) Oh, they're pronouncing it Chenoweth. Chinaweth. Chinaweth. We totally missed the pertinent information of that scene because I was just going, Chinaweth? I thought it was Chinaweth. What is the truth? I don't think that this is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you in your life. Don't be dramatic. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, Lord. Somebody slap him. No, no, no. Talking like a coward. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, George looks sad. I wonder how long he can be sympathetic. 
Give it about ten seconds. Yeah. Oh, this child. My child, I can't believe. Ricket? <gasps> Not perfect? Not actually perfect! Perfect! Ain't that the truth? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> Elizabeth is like, what the fuck? It keeps getting worse, but I was already horrified by I shall open a vein in that child's ear. <sighs> what the fuck are you doing? What has that got to do with Rickett? A vein in the ear. Excuse me, I'm just gonna die right now. If I was Elizabeth, I would smack that man right now. What? I <sighs> We must make him perfect. Make him perfect! He must be perfect! Is this bitch really complaining? Mm-hmm. Don't you just hate it when people are in an agonizing pain? It's just so inconvenient. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, don't let the agony stop your pla party planning, Agatha. <laughs> Oh, party planning, yes. <laughs> I do feel like this is a good reflection of the character you get in the book, though, who is kind of a capricious selfish, uh -huh. very self-serving woman who's just there to yes. blow up smoke in the Poldark family name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shut up, Agatha. Don't yell at her, Elizabeth. She's just concerned about her stupid frivolous party. I can't believe I feel sorry for Elizabeth. The rickets. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> Oh my god, the leeches. Don't put leeches on this baby. Oh god, she's being so dramatic about this. 
You are doing the least. Hey, you know. <laughs> really? <laughs> She's very childish. I, I want my party. <laughs> Wait, is she the one that's like three? Because. Uh, uh, yeah. Right? Grown women parties aren't that fun. Everybody knows that. It's more inconvenience than anything. The best part of a party is getting ready for the party, and then when you're at the party, you're like, this isn't as good mm -mm. as I thought it would be. <laughs> Everyone's favorite couple. Mm -hmm. Isn't it great that they've decided to come visit them when their child's sick? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> She can't even, like, fake it. She's just like, uh, words fail me. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't really tell you what I think of it with this lunatic <laughs> sitting next to me. Perverted lunatic. Though we have seen him lick less feet in this version. Thank the Lord. Did you see that photo of Christian Bressington with him the other day? No, I missed it. Ah, uh, you need to go on the gram. I shall do so. It's adorable. <laughs> they also look really weirdly similar, which is disturbing. <laughs> And the crying starts. Oh god, I can't hear it anymore. So you know how we were talking about Panto in one of the other podcasts? Yes. Well, the mm -hmm. actor who plays Ozzy, mm -hmm. Christopher Biggins, is like hugely famous for Panto. Oh! So... Growing up, I knew him as this incredibly camp dude that dressed up in dresses and was really jolly and <laughs> is incredibly kid-friendly. So this is a trip. This is weird. I love how much George is unwilling to pay for things. <laughs> it is a vibe. Oh, 
<laughs> I love that little head nod of target accepted. I will destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> Come! Come! Oh god, the baby's still crying. Yes, why doesn't she just drug her child? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just went on uh, Instagram. That's so cute. Right? They're pointing at each other. <laughs> yes. Aww. Adorbs. It's like looking into a, a portal to the future. That's what he will become. <laughs> I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feel like Aunt Agatha is trolling her. <laughs> the boy? She is proper wearing a tea cosy on her head. <laughs> oh my god, he's gone for a week. They said he wouldn't come back. I mean, fair enough, he basically went on a suicide mission, but also, he was gone a week. Yeah. Okay. This entire speech is just like, please, fans, please forgive me for making the de decision that I have made, even though it's obviously the right decision. Oh, dear Lord, what? Oh, shut up, Agatha. Don't victim blame, Agatha. You should not have wed. What do you know? Wicked. Oh, that baby. It's destroying my soul. Hers as well. Oh my god. That is just oh, a hashtag mood as well. Oh, help me. Jesus, help me. Oh god. There's no crying. George is going to investigate. Yes. Why? Why is there no crying? Uh, maybe it's because they took the spl completely unnecessary splints off your child. Oh my god. <laughs> is that blood? Oh god, the 
really nasty looking splints. So unusual for Elizabeth to be sensible. It's not unusual for her to like windows. Remember her window of doom. Ah, season two. Stunned. Oh, they're matchy matchy again. Mm-hmm. He hasn't bathed? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. For his own good. Ignorant fears. <sighs> I wonder how doctors came to these completely crazy assumptions about health. Like, oh, I should bleed someone when they're weak. I understand somebody wanting to rely on a doctor because they think that they have some kind of scientific basis for their treatments. But also these treatments are clearly bonkers, so I do not understand at the same time. He's not crying his eyes out, George. Surely that's a relief. Oh, a bit of an abrupt mood change. <laughs> Why did they make this recovering sick man dance? <laughs> I know, right? I love Demelza's dress. She looks like she's wearing a bustle. Yeah. Oh, it's so gorgeous, isn't it? I love the pink little edge mm -hmm. to it. And I like Caroline's. These are so much better than season one, where mm -hmm. basically Demelza looked like she was escaping a Fleetwood Mac concert with with her little <laughs> bandanas. Just like the white wing dove. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that important? Because, you know, company. <laughs> I'm sure they've met Prudy before. They're not, <laughs> they're not expecting too much. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. I love his velvet waistcoat that is a look <laughs> how the fuck did she hear that <laughs> you sent a number
It's like Doctor Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Whose opinion will win? Oh, <laughs> that kid's cute, though. Oh, he is cute. Oh, he's and... started screaming. He's very good the at crying. crying. Starts really, really good. There's a stranger touching me. Mummy, make it stop. Except she's a stranger too. Oh God! Oh, she's calmed down. Medicine. God, get a haircut, Dwight. Oh, that kid mm. is adorable. Yeah. Children drink. Because we haven't seen them yet. <laughs> oh, God. Again, this comes back to my theory that the children are all imaginary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dwight's just like, yeah, this pretend child needs this outfit. She's rising one. Didn't she get born like three episodes ago? Yes, but remember, time is supposed to be passing. No more killing. Hmm. Oh, that's ugly. Though it does go with her whole faux spiritual Stevie Nicks look. Look, it's puffy hair. Aww. He's had some water. Of course he has. Oh my god, a silly accent. Lord, I love you, Sam. It's very hard to have the fluffiest hair in that room, but he's managing it. <laughs> puff, puff. I wonder how long it takes to blow dry that into into a style. No. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. That wig it just Look keeps going wig. on and on. You can't even fit it in the sh- frame. I know. <laughs> the little curls from the. Spoil my party. No, don't spoil my party. Because nobody spoils a party like a wagon. It's in five days' time, and you're already Mm. dressed up. (laughs) 
God. What? No party? Why have I not? Oh my god, that gigantic flower. You could probably convince her that there was some plague out there. She wouldn't know. She doesn't go outside. Mm-hmm. Me? A liar? With this hat? <laughs> Maybe that's why her hair is so big. It's filled with lies. This all happened off screen. <laughs> this is a very long monologue for a very simple <laughs> exactly. Very simple thing. <gasps> what mm -hmm. does that mean? Scabby lie. Hawk. Sorry, I'm just like thrown by all this language. Why don't we hawk this? Basically, he's just exposing himself as having too much free time. I did this all myself! <laughs> Look at that. They managed to save that from that inferno at uh, Trenwith. In a completely different mansion. I know. Having two houses is so confusing. I can't take anything in this scene seriously. I, just that wig. That wig is just ridiculous. Someone sent me that wig. I will wear it all the time. <laughs> I can't tell what is more stupid, that flower or that wig. Those two white roses she insisted on having. Um. I think he would dare, though. Mm-hmm. He would totally dare. The wrinkles on her face are ridiculous. Do not do a close-up. The makeup is bad. <laughs> so she doesn't seem to have any ailment and is currently standing. Yes. <laughs> I want my party. I won't live to years more even though I'm perfectly healthy right now. I'll pay you to let me have my party. 
<laughs> wow. He suddenly has morals. <laughs> I know. Oh, don't go after his kids. Stop saying he's twisted. That kid is fine. <gasps> uh, that dramatic twist of the head. I love it. Mm -hmm. This guy has been on some kind of daytime drama. I can feel it. <laughs> Scandalo. Oh god, the look in his eyes. I know. Murder. She wasn't even huh. in the same house as Elizabeth last season. I so, <laughs> this is bonkers. Uh, riding? That's very crass. Actually, actually, no, she was there. Because the baby was born at uh, Penrice. Was it? In this episode. Yeah. Remember? No. Oh, fuck. Yeah, she fell down this. Oh. Damn. No, but I, I meant like. What have you done, the, George? Um, in the. Burke in the other series, Agatha was there when Ross knocked on that door for that booty call. <laughs> oh, yes. So she knows for a fact with you now. that that was not his baby. I'm just casually talking through this incredibly <laughs> bonkers scene. <laughs> Look at his hair. Oh, my He's God. He's really disheveled. I know. He, he like, looks a sugar. bit like Hard. a monkey. Uh, he's like, okay, I, I... and by that I mean like the band monkey, the monkeys. Where hey, yes, that's a that's a Davy Jones look if I've ever seen one. He's just backing out the room. <laughs> she was broken when I got here. Like um, <laughs> like I, I had nothing to do with this. Oh, his hair's returned back to normal. Yes. I made a whoopsie. Ooh. I may have accidentally broken your heart. <laughs> Wait, he's not going to say anything? Say, oh, well. No. That's how you know he's guilty. <laughs> this is what a husband does before he, you know, he gets arrested for being a serial killer. <laughs> oh. George. Walking past all of his vases. Slowly, <laughs> slowly, slowly plodding out of the scene. That's not much of a cliffhanger. No. Well, okay, he just killed a bitch, but... Uh... <laughs> oh my god. Well! That was fun! <laughs> I didn't think I've laughed so hard in a while. <laughs> That was fun. Ooh. This was filmed in London. Ah. Sometimes I read the credits, I guess. <laughs>
very dramatic music. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, there's like three random vases. (laughs) (laughs) Filled them with flowers. They have lots of vases. Faces. You know, if I was George, I would hide all those faces after Elizabeth fell down the stairs holding one. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Yeah. You know, yeah. keep her away from them. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what did you think? I loved it. Yeah. And equal parts found it hilarious. <laughs> Everything with the French oh, is God. dumb. Just oh, so God. dumb. Yeah. But I yeah. really love watching... All of the interactions between Demelza and Ross, they mm-hmm. were all so cute and lovey, mm-hmm. and I liked watching the dynamics between George and Elizabeth, and them, like, dealing with the whole Ricketts thing. Yeah. That was so, that was just so quick and such a minor point of the modern adaptation, mm-hmm. but it's really, like, such a stress point in anybody's relationship, mm-hmm. and it, re- coinciding it with Agatha's death, where she reveals that he's like not George's son mm-hmm. is a really great idea. What did you think? Oh man, uh, totally agree with you. I think that um, the way that they teased out the tension uh, between um, George and Elizabeth during the whole uh, Ricketts incident and, you know, really showed um, the vanity of George uh, in this, uh, you know, in the, the modern adaptation you know, we had the opportunity uh, to see, you know, a, a glimpse of George's humanity uh, when the the child was ill. Yes, he was worried about, you know, whether or not there would be any deformity. But, you know, you also saw, you know, how panicked he was, um, you know, in this uh, adaptation. Um, I didn't I didn't get the feel that we were seeing George panicked out of care. It was more about being um, panicked because, you know, there was a threat to his son being perfect, which was, you know, really freaking cold, man. (laughs) Definitely. I think this version of George, there's more of a sense that his relationships with people are just a reflection of his own vanity mm-hmm. and they're basically objects that he possesses possesses yeah. like that's my son and my wife and they have to be perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly you know like do whatever you have to but you know make sure that he's perfect and damn george <laughs> wouldn't you just really want him to live be healthy <laughs> yeah you know take on oh he must be perfect so wow damn dude um i absolutely adored uh the scenes with uh ross and demelza um you know i mean they were so loving and so happy to be with one another and that was such a balm to my my poor (laughs) my poor beaten heart um you know (laughs) after you know, seeing, you know, stress and drama between the Poldarks for, for so many seasons um, for the modern adaptation. Um, <clears throat> what else? Um, I liked the way that 
uh, Dwight and Caroline came back together. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and they got more yeah. than like 30 seconds, which is mm-hmm. delightful. Yes. Um, and, you know, it was lovely to see, you know, Dwight um, having recovered or, you know, mostly recovered from his ordeal and looking so snazzy in his velvet. <laughs> yes. Looking so, fun. Yeah. Now, the only thing that that means is uh, the next time that we see uh, my favorite human on the planet, he's going to be, you know, yep. perfectly groomed and yep. costumed and dazzling, which will draw Demelza's attention, <sighs> which which makes me ill. But I think that that what what we will see with upcoming episodes, uh, since this adaptation appears to be sticking very true to the books, is and I'm I'm hoping and I hope by saying it I'm not jinxing myself mm-hmm. that we're Touch going wood. to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, my desk is wood, so I'm just like laying on it. Um, <laughs> um, that we're going to see uh, a Demelza with far more agency uh, in the situation that's about to take place. Um, so fingers crossed. And also, I really liked how the Morwenna reveal was played in this series versus the one in 2015 because it's just surprising and shocking, and you've got used to the state of affairs between them and you're focusing on like the whole thing in France and then you're like oh well Mm -hmm. you know maybe something will happen and then the news drops and it's a bombshell and it works Mm -hmm. so much better that way than it does um like in 2015 when you had that slow-mo marriage reveal and and Drake standing there at the church watching her turn around yes 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 Uh, totally agree totally agree that's like what so so freaking dumb (laughs) (laughs) but you know hashtag pure drama (laughs) so far this series has been really incredible and mostly just because i think it's so much truer to the novels and the characters Mm -hmm. don't disappoint me next week (laughs) (laughs) there's always that chance always that chance Uh, always waiting for the other shoe to fall. But uh, no, I I love this series. I think that they've done such a great job with this adaptation and absolutely see why this was a not-to-be-missed series on the Beebs back in the day. Shall we do Mailbox next? Yes! Yes! We only got one question. Uh... Yeah, come on, Beebs! Send us your thoughts and comments. Um, let's see. Um, Anonymous says, I want my party. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Agatha impression. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Anonymous goes on to say, that was a good episode. I thought Drake and Ross staying on the ship when Caroline coming on board was better than them all arriving at Nampara. And Ross told Drake that Demelza was the best. Loved that. Yes. Um, mind you, Ross and Demelza are so loved up and kissy kissy. How can they have her fall for Ar- Hugh Armitage? In reality, that would never happen. She is too happy. Hmm. Love the fact that they are happy compared to New Poldark. I get why Debbie Horsfield changed it now. Why would she notice Hugh? George killed Agatha. The shock of it all when he keeps shaking her. 
she was such a creepy old lady and he is such a cruel man. <laughs> it would not have hurt him to give her that party. Vile. Oh man, there's a lot packed in here. Um, so um, I think, first of all, and we've touched on it um, a moment ago, um, how they have Ross and Demelza so happy. Uh, how would they have Demelza fall for Hugh Armitage? Uh, and I dispute that what this person says, that in reality that would never happen. Uh, she's too happy. You would be surprised at what happens within reality and within um, human relationships. And, and um, you know, there's a deep psychology that happens uh, within uh, Demelza and Hugh and Ross during this period of the, the series and in the books uh, that I think it was an easy way out to have the uh, kind of strife and continued, um, I, I hesitate to call it uh, discontent, but... It really was, though, when you... It really, yeah. that's how it was depicted. Mm-hmm. To, you know, it was an easy way out to have, have that continue and be the, the, um, the... Catalyst, really. The, thank you for the words, because, you know, <laughs> words don't work for me this early in the morning. Uh, but for that to be the catalyst for, uh, Demelza and Hugh to, to, uh, get together in the modern adaptation, um, because... There's some, there's some psychology that really you could have delved into, uh, and it would have demonstrated um, Demelza's agency uh, in making this choice of her own free will, as opposed to it being a, fine, I'm going to get me some of my own kind of thing, um, which I know they've said it was not a revenge thing, but it that's the way it played out to yeah. me and to many others. So... Uh, I think that that's uh, the piece that we can tease out from uh, Anonymous's comment about that. Um, I love the the feedback that she says, you know, George killed Agatha, shock of it all. She was such a creepy old woman and he's such a cruel man. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like the two are made for each other. I was like, <laughs> who am I rooting for in this situation? Like, he's nobody. They're both awful. <laughs> One's like being petty and vile, and the other one is like, "Oh, well, that child you love isn't even yours." Oh, God, I can't root for you, old lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, you know, on the one hand, uh, Agatha is a uh, uh, an entertaining character, but you know, if you dip a little deeper into uh, the psychology of her character, you know, she's really not very pleasant at all. She's selfish and. Yep. Just vengeful. She's actually quite similar to George in many ways. Yeah. They're like the flip side of the coin to each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is why their scenes were so fire. Anyhow, thank you very much, Anon, uh, for um, sending us your feedback. I was just going to take a quick spin onto Tumblr just to see if there happened to be anything else i think they've all betrayed us and uh, and left us to talk amongst ourselves <laughs> <laughs> which you know wouldn't would not be too surprising uh that's for darn sure um 
but yeah, it's, uh, oh, there is a comment on here. Um, it was a quite, it was quite a good one. Did George kill Agatha through the shock of it all when he keeps shaking her? That is such a weird way to die. I still maintain that, like, it's sort of like shaky baby syndrome in that I don't think it's a real thing mm -hmm. that people do it in TV. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yep. What a weird way to go. R.I.P., but not really. <laughs> R.I.P., not. Okay, so that is it. Paul Dark News! Paul Dark News! So bear in mind, most of this news is like a week old now because <laughs> this is running a bit late. Uh, I have a ton of Eleanor Tomlinson news, so you're going to have to bear with me with that as well. She had a bit of a crazy few days last week hopping from really swanky event to swanky event in the pre-BAFTA rush. Photos of her at all these amazing events are all up on our Instagram, so you should totally follow us if you do not. Yes. In particular, she had a huge, just amazing dress on at the BAFTA Awards on Sunday because she wore Ralph and Russo couture and made most of the papers at best dress lists for that night. She even got fe featured in British Vogue along with her brand new stylist Rebecca Corbin Murray. So all very impressive if you're into fashion. Um, In other Eleanor news, she is the new face of Radley London. Yeah. There's a photo shoot, an ad campaign, Uh, but they also created a bag for her and it's called the Eleanor Bag. The. Oh, cute. It's really super cute. It comes in red, black, and of course, leopard print. <laughs> so if you're interested, it went on sale about two weeks ago. So look in stores for this cute ass bag. Still on Eleanor, she will be appearing in a LA theatre work production of A Room with a View between March the 1st and 3rd at the James Bridges oh. Theatre at UCLA. She'll be playing Lucy. Oh. And if you're familiar with that novel or that incredible movie, you know that that is the main role and absolutely perfect for her and her very posh accent. Um, if you're in the area, I would totally buy a ticket. I'm so jealous of everybody oh, who gets I to see wish, that. I wish, I wish, I wish. I'm actually, um, I was down in the, um, the Orange County, LA area last month uh, for work and not going back until april <laughs> damn it, eleanor you should make your schedule fit in with ours <laughs> damn it <laughs> well who knows maybe next time maybe 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 she also somehow had time to support the red nose day <laughs> so 2019 wow girl is working it she's one of the many celebs promoting the official t-shirt designed by disney for the charity uh we have a photo of it again on instagram it's the one she wore as this really cute eel design and if you like it and want one they are available to buy at tk max only in england i assume oh. because i uh, hear in america it's called tj max yes random j weird yes, I know. <laughs> so are you now sick of hearing about eleanor <laughs> Well, the lovely Ruby Bentall, who we all loved as Verity, yes. will be at will be in the Rubinstein Kiss 
which opens at Southwick Playhouse in March. The play follows the devoted Jewish family, the Rubenstons, and is inspired by the true story of Ethel and Julius Rosenberg, who were executed in 1953 for allegedly leaking atomic secrets to the Soviet Union. I will be trying to find tickets. Oh, man. Um, That would be so good. Aiden's next movie has a UK release date, previously called Beautiful Darkness, but now titled the much more generic Love is Blind will be out on the 25th of March in cinemas and I assume also a digital release because that's how people do things now so something to look forward for all you Aiden well UK Aiden fans <laughs> speaking of of michelle you saw the man who killed hitler and bigfoot this week well last week what did you think (laughs) um i really enjoyed it um you know i uh love having an opportunity to see quirky art films um and uh this was a real delight i uh, in addition to being a a big uh, aiden turner fan uh i have been following sam elliott you know ever since i can remember and um I think he was in the television series Lonesome Dove, I think. And um, I I have been a fan of his smirky mustache smile <laughs> for many, 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 bushy, many Bushy, bushy smile. Bushy, bushy mustache smile. And, uh, and so, you know, when I heard that Aiden was going to be in this movie and that he was going to be playing the younger version of Sam Elliott's character, I was just like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. Um, and, I, you know, the, the title of the movie is going to throw so many people off and it's going to make folks think that it's going to be something different than what they get. Um, Bunkers but- <laughs> is what it springs to mind for me. Um, but uh, I found it to be a really lovely, poignant story about loss and, um, you know, missed opportunities. And, um, you know, they also cover the issue of PTSD. Uh, and and I, I found it to be a really lovely film. Uh, and and really quite enjoyable. Um, I know that it has gotten some mixed reviews uh, within the fandom, um, but uh, I I think if if you were able to kind of set aside your um, set aside you know the the reality of what history um, has taken place and look at it from an alternative history. Um, or um, alternative history and uh, events in history and just just allow yourself to be kind of swept away with the story uh, that that you would have found it to be quite entertaining um, and there is an interview uh, on cool magazine uh, with Aiden about the movie I know that it, it's been linked all over Twitter and uh, we can post a link to the article um, on our Tumblr so that you guys can find it. It's really, really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Okay, so it's now time for recommendations. Everyone's favorite new feature that nobody talks to us about, but I find <laughs> enjoyable. It gives it gives folks a glimpse into another side of our personalities and the things that we like to watch that's true and we're always getting messages like bodyguard and stuff so yeah you know we're not just about many facets to us so first off 
uh, I want to recommend buying something from our very cute-ass merch shop. Yes! yes. It's yes. still up on Public. Again, just search for Poldark Fancast. And hey, you can even get yourself 30% off this week. Wow. What a steal. Hey, awesome. Right. Uh, but in all seriousness, my real recommendation this week um, is going to be a bunch of k- Korean dramas. Because that's basically all I've been watching. Um, I don't know how familiar all of you listening are with them these shows come in obviously many various genres if you watch any shows from like uh, one country alone it's going to be very diverse and encompass a lot Um, there are some really great murder mystery slash thriller shows out there in Korea and there are of course amazing period dramas but I tend to gravitate towards rom-coms and romances because I don't think there really is an equivalent in western media of like a long format romance Hmm. so if you like that genre then uh, here are my following recs. On Netflix I would go for Strong Girl Bong Soon which is like a really cute gender role reversal type situation where the female lead has, has super strength and is hired yeah. as the male lead's bodyguard. Visually adorable oh, because the actress is just super super tiny and cute. <laughs> In fact when, I, when Bodyguard came on earlier <laughs> well last year I was like this is a bit similar to that show I was just watching (laughs) but then it took a darker turn you know oh well yeah Uh, in a similar vein uh, weightlifting fairy Kim Bokju slightly more sci-fi adjacent I would say oh my ghost as well Um, the Korean version not the Taiwanese remake where a crazy horny ghost possesses a shy chef (laughs) and tries to get her to sleep with her boss which sounds oh my God. crazy, but trust me, it's it's really like really good. And also, <sighs> W Two Worlds Apart, which is like a really really great take on the reader jumps into the narrative trope and involves some amazing plot twists and fun meta stuff where the main character is trying to play around with the narrative and try to get crazy crazy cliffhangers so she can leave (laughs) it's uh, really fun and then over on the viki app i just finished goblin or it's called guardian the lonely and great god in korean uh, which again is a straight up bonkers premise that i can't actually explain because i don't really know (laughs) what a goblin is um but he has superpowers and he hangs out, he lives with the Grim Reaper, and there's a girl that's in love with him. It's 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 fun. Um, anyway, that's a hell of a lot of shows. If you have similar obsession with K-dramas, please tweet me. <laughs> Wreck me some more shows. I am all about expanding my horizons right now. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, I think uh, for me, one of the things that I know I watched on uh, Netflix the other day uh, I've really been into documentaries and um, in addition to true crime documentaries um, one of one one of them that I watched last week was uh, called the two killings of Sam Cook and uh, for those of you that um, don't know Sam Cook was an uh, incredible um, uh, recording artist and activist that uh, here in the states uh, his uh, and he was murdered uh, in Los Angeles under 
kind of slightly strange circumstances um, back in the 60s. Uh, it was about a year before uh, Malcolm X died. And, and the reason I mentioned Malcolm X was um, there was a connection between Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Muhammad Ali that is um, discussed in this documentary. It's an absolutely fascinating documentary that follows the, the, um, the career of this truly gifted man um, and um, asks a lot of questions around his uh, very untimely death. So I would really uh, strongly recommend it. It was really well done. And I'll give you a little bit of uh, history during uh, Black History Month, which is coming to a close fairly soon uh, here in the States. But uh, it was it was terrific. Speaking of documentaries, have you seen that Whitney one? No. Oh, I think it's also on Netflix, but it's really, really good. And I wasn't that aware of like Whitney's life other than, you know, the obvious drugs problems. Yeah. Or her like her background. And it was really, really fascinating. You come to really adore her as a person. She's such a complicated woman. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Whitney. What um what um what was it called? Do you know? I think it was just called Whitney. Oh man, I'm looking on Netflix and I'm not finding oh, it. It might be one of those UK things. <laughs> uh, but it, it's really good. Maybe it's on like one of the other network. Hulu. You never know. Could be. I will. I will look into it. Uh, but yeah, there are several other documentaries on Netflix that um, I'm planning on watching. Uh, you know, before the end of the month, there's one on uh, Nina Simone that I have seen before, but I'd like to watch it again. Uh, another incredible documentary. Uh, looks like there's one on uh, James Brown, uh, Maya Angelou, who's one of my uh, my heroes. Um, and uh, one that I think I'm going to watch uh, sooner rather than later on Quincy Jones, who <gasps> is... I've seen that one. You have? Oh, I it's need to watch it. Filmed badly. by his daughter, Rashinda, Rashinda Jones? Ra uh, Rashida. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saz I, Rashida. Um, yeah, I need to watch it. It's really um, good. Yeah, we my we have family history with uh, the Joneses, and so uh, it'll be fun to watch. So Ooh. I'm definitely adding that to my list. <laughs> Click. That's about it for me. Uh, I think that's that's it for more both of us. Oh goodness. Okay, so um, that is all that we've got this week. But uh, we're going to be watching episode two point. 06 of the 70s adaptation next week. Uh, so if you would like to contact us, then email us at poldarkfancast at gmail.com or head over to our blog at poldarkfancast.tumblr.com and click on the message page. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all at poldarkfancast. And please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, which helps us reach new listeners. With that, y'all have a good week. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. It's my party and I cry if I want to.